episode three, Kev. You. Season two is rolling. We already we're on for the third episode already. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. The intro. Hakeem's episode. Uh huh. Yeah. Now here we are. Here we are. That's that makes three. <laughs> That's three right there. You know what I'm saying? Um. This 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 guest. This guest, man. First and foremost, one of the most unique and dopest names ever. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Just smooth cat. Like, he just, I don't know, like, you was, hey, your roommate, freshman year. Yeah. Random, too. Random. Threw me in with Random. me and Tony Malone, two of the whitest <laughs> kids known to mankind. <laughs> OC, what's up, brother? How y'all doing, man? Doing really, really well. Um, real quick, real quick. Let's just get it out the way. Um, say your your full name completely. So full name Osa Davin, Jordan and Mario. The K silent. The K silent. You heard the K, that. The K silent and Mario. Let them know what that thing. You won't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, um, just give y'all a little backstory, man. OC, uh, just a good friend of of Kev and I's. Um, through through football, a Delaware native. Philly boy at heart, though. Don't forget. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At, at the end of the day, let's say Delaware Valley. You feel me? Delaware I'm, Del- Valley. I'm Delaware Valley, technically <laughs> South Jersey. You feel me? Uh, but yeah, I think I think because of that, was early on when you first got the Sacred Heart, I always had a connection. I know you went to prep school, which we'll get into. But just being as though, kind of like the way we move a little bit. You know what I'm saying? How we grew up. We understand why. Why? You know, like yeah. those small intricacies is just like childhood and our development i always kind of like all right that's my guy like or i'm gonna make sure i'm gonna look out for him you know what i'm saying um nah 100 100 and i think that's one of the cool thing about sports period like people can be from either different places or people can be from similar places and ultimately uh you know it can it can bring people together so um yeah man uh I remember I was just gonna go back before we even get into to different subjects. I remember like I think I want to say what was it y'all junior year? Was it y'all junior year? Or I'm sorry, my junior year because y'all I'm what two years older than you guys? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Our two years older. Football season was 2013. Yeah. Oh wow! Wow. Broken so then. Right there. Yeah, I was gonna say. Well, I was gonna say because I just remember my senior year, Kev and I like Kev's first games like playing as a sophomore, <laughs> being shook, but he balled though. And also, I remember you early on because I think did you do kick return early on? Yeah, so I I registered my first year, and then okay. uh, I was I did mainly kick return and like some special packages my sophomore year. And then correct me if I'm wrong. I, uh, like fresh your freshman year, it was like. I probably bat, went against you every day in scout. If I'm not, yeah. if I'm yeah. bro, Juice and oh. Juice, Nate and Kroom were like the three best scout team running backs of all time yeah. in the nation. In the yeah. nation, it was, <laughs> it was crazy. We all, um, I remember just always going against y'all uh, in practice, and then if, if you know if we get one up on y'all, then uh, Coach Wilson would be like reload it, and that was the, that was the worst words to hear because the play was already known. And- <laughs> So you're like, dang, they know I'm going left. <laughs> and you had some yeah. pissed off dudes, too, because you had to redo it again. We just got our asses chewed out. That was terrible. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. man. I uh, I think uh, one of the the most fun and, and, and <laughs> the most fun parts of like y'all freshman years, like I would be at RA. I was at RA. I'm trying to think. Well, I was over with um, Rob and Mo. We were over in Scholars, yeah. but uh, when I would come for like. Um, to eat at 63s or anything, I always stop by like, yo, I'm coming by, I'll come kick with y'all, play the game or something. Y'all room was pretty dope. And correct me if I'm wrong, y'all were third floor, right? 328. Yep. 328. 328. And I think the, another reason why I was cool with Charles so much be, was also because I lived on Merton third floor. Mm-hmm. I was 330. And I remember Preston and Tim Goodwin, they were 320, I want to say six. Yeah, I want to say 326. So they were that next door, but on the opposite side of the hallway. But um, shout out to my boy, uh, Frizzle. Frizzle, uh, he was in that room. He was in that room. And, uh, yeah, we had man, some good times, man, for sure. Um, but like, now everybody a, grown. I was going to say, that was a forced triple. I mean, yeah, a forced triple in a double room. Mm-hmm. Us three giant idiots in there. It was hilarious. <laughs> Nah, that was that was that was good times though, man. That floor was crazy. Yo, I was just gonna say we had Laddie and Camacho down the hallway. That mm-hmm. shit was hilarious. And we had uh, LT next to us. We had Day Day. Oh um, yeah. Um, I don't, you remember? Uh, I think it was Vincent. He was a Hooper. He was he's a um, yeah 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 yeah. He ended up transferring and balling out. I forget where he went to. I think like Southern Illinois or something like that. Merton third floor always is a, for some reason elite athletes, and it's funny because when I was there, um, all of the people who lived on Merton third floor all started like as freshmen. Mm-hmm. It was like the, it, I'm talking about softball players, I'm talking about women's soccer players, baseball players. We had three pitchers that were all freshmen that started pitching. Mm-hmm. It was it was insane. We had a, a pro gamer. He would leave and take trips to Vegas. He, they put him in a single because of, yo, I'm telling you, like, we had some great people. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Then we had Tim, like I said, Tim, Preston, both started, myself. But it was like the girls and the baseball players and th- even in their sports, bowlers. I'm like, yo, our floor is this elite. Yeah. Um, the bowling team elite, I remember. Yeah, the women's ball team is definitely elite. But. And our fencing team, too, is oh, yeah. nasty, bro. Nah, yeah. <laughs> we are the Alabama. We are the Georgia, Kev. <laughs> we are the Georgia. Alabama is um, still the exception. Everyone knows that. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Let, me, let me stop. Let me stop. Let me stop. We're going to talk about UVA in a little bit. We'll get there. We're going to talk about it. We're going to see what's going on. But uh, – but now, OC, yeah, tell us a little bit of your story, like how you, how we even met. Let's just get to that point to give people some, some, uh, some reference points. So, I mean, I start off. I grew up in Philly for uh, for a good amount of time. Then um, we moved down to Delaware and went to I went to high school at Newark High School, small state. You know, exposure wise, not too much. So, going through high school, I played football and ran track. Um, got a little bit more exposure in track than than football. Um, a couple of schools wanted for track, but I couldn't play football if I ran track. So I decided to go prep, <clears throat> went prep for a year at uh, Northfield Mount Herman, who actually doesn't have a football team anymore, which is crazy. Wow. Sad because that was a good opportunity for me and a couple other people to, you know, to see see a different um, aspect of things. Um, that actually probably got what well, got me into what I'm doing now. Honestly, that opportunity. Um, and then, you know, met Coach Wiss. Met Coach Wiss up in Northfield Mount Herman. I remember he drove up to uh to the school we talked, and then typically like when you go on your official visit, 
you uh you know you 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 either fly down or get some type of train or something. So I took the train down, but then Coach Wish drove me back by himself <laughs> and that trip was like that's like a that's a long trip that's probably about like two and a half maybe three hour drive <laughs> and we were just just chatting i remember just talking about all this like you know talking about the sacred heart and everything and um i mean that weekend was a, a good weekend because it was just uh it felt like it was at home for me so who was your uh, host bit, juice uh oh uh, moses well was my host shout out and to mo shout out to mo Rob, um, a couple other people, man. R.P. Shorty, he was up there. Um, that was when, like, you know, just I remember that night. I forget what happened. We went to <laughs> we went to some party, and that's when I met uh, AC. Y'all remember AC? Yeah, mm-hmm. met AC. We were just chatting, and then uh, <laughs> we was at the party, just kind of out of place, trying to figure out what was going on. But we had a good time. And then at the end of the day, after all the stuff, you know, all the all the madness stuff going on at the at the night at shoot, it was me, Rob, and Mo. We in like the, the common room, watching battle rap, <laughs> watching battle rap videos, and like it was just I don't know, it just felt right, like honestly. And then that's when I slid back to uh, North Carolina Army, but came in the shoe freshman year, met everybody, Kev, Tony, my roommates, um, and that's when I met G. You know, probably the, the greatest athlete I, I've known, honestly, for real, for real. Oh, Lord. Well, you at I've UVA met, now. I'm sure you didn't met some guys better boy, than me. Nah, it ain't. It ain't. I'm going to be real, yo. Like, the difference between shoe and UVA is just money. Honestly, like, the athletes and stuff, there's, there's, there's obviously good athletes that stand out. But, like, all of us would have played at UVA. Like hands, like I'm just being dead serious. Nah, I was just doing that for radio. I ain't gonna lie, I knew that too. Nah, I'm gonna I'm I'm keep it. I know, fuck, man. Yeah, you know, I fuck. know. But yeah. I mean, not to not to not donate a talented athlete, but I'm just saying that you know Which that good. that level between one double A and one A is not too far. Right. Right. I'll tell you one thing. Nah. My SAT scores is definitely preventing me from getting into UVA. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you that, dude. <laughs> yeah, it would have been quiet for that. <laughs> for me, I wouldn't have been there. But, uh, no, nah, just saying, like, talent-wise, everybody, a lot of guys would have been able to, you know, play at that next level. Nah, for sure. For sure. Um, so, I definitely wanted to bring, uh, and I'm talking to, to to the listeners more so right now, I wanted to bring OC on. Because OC's first and foremost is obviously a great friend of ours, and, and uh, if you ever get an opportunity to kick it with him uh, or work with him uh, from a business standpoint, which we're about to get into in a second, uh, I, I highly recommend it. Extremely talented, um, just down to earth dude, and it's been awesome to see your development from a business standpoint and a career standpoint. So um, I was kind of let the, just, just generally before we even get into specifics of like the journey to here, just let the people know what you are doing um, and what you are able to do for people, maybe outside of your technically your nine to five. You know what I'm saying? Cause if they hit you up, you, wanna, you know, let them know what you do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So right now I'm the uh, career director for University of Virginia football team. Um, pretty much all the content, um, photos, graphics, videos, anything that comes out media wise comes through uh, my department. 
Um, it's me and two other people right now, graphic designer and assistant creative video. And we pretty much, you know, we, we kind of take over and, and, and do all the stuff that, that needs to go out for UVA football. Um, but also on the side, um, something that I started up in, in college with, with my, uh, with my bro, Marquise Harper, um, Golden Goals Productions. <clears throat> it's, uh, it's, we started as like a, a freelance media production company. Um, and honestly, that's what got me to UVA. I was doing that for like two years freelance and then kind of got into, um, my previous job at, uh, with the OKC Thunder. And then that led me to UVA. Okay. Okay. So he covered a lot of bases and I love it. I love it. Uh, let's start, let's start off at, because, and, be, and I want to, I want to kind of take our time with this OS because, uh, from a development standpoint, I know there are a, a lot of young creative, I hate using the term creative, but just people who are in this space, uh, that kind of want to know, all right, what was the journey? I, I know on always shows or YouTube videos or Instagram or whatever, people always like, well, what camera did you use? Da, da, da. Explain the actual process. Like, yo, I had to learn this program. Like this took time. Like I was bad at first and or yes, I did have this camera. You know, I, I feel like I like break that down. Well, before you even yeah. get into that, Juice, you didn't go to Sacred Heart to be in creative development and stuff like that, correct? Mm. Like, what was your initial major? Did you go in undecided? So, I went in undecided, but like I was saying, that uh, North from my hermit, like, I, I got exposed to a lot of other things. Yeah. Um, so, when I got, at first, I wanted to do business. I wanted to do business. I uh, honestly kind of followed after my brother. He played ball and everything. He was, uh, you know, a business major in college and I'm like, yo, I'm just trying to be just like him. Like, that was my, that's my idol. Right. Um, so <clears throat> I wanted to go the business route, but at Northfield, um, I started doing more stuff with media and, um, like production stuff. I ended up having like my own radio show, me and my, my boy, uh, Raheem, Raheem Jackson. And that was just like, man, this is so fun. Like I want to, I, I think I might want to go into, you know, working somewhat, something in media. I wasn't too sure. Uh, but you know, business was kind of falling back a little bit, um, and that immediately was taking the forefront. Gotcha. So I, well, I, I got to shoot undecided, and with, I did. I took classes and and everything. Uh, I think that's the best thing to do, especially if you're uh, not too sure what you want to do. Go to college and and try different different things, like get exposed to, to whatnot. Like I was in like criminal justice classes and stuff, and just like just learning everything that I could, just so I know, okay, this this the route I didn't want to take, or this route I do want to take. Just so I was exposed to everything before making that final decision. Yeah, I don't think you have to declare until like your spring of sophomore year or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and that's when I declared. Um, I had already kind of started after the freshman year. I kind of started taking more and more media classes, and I was just kind of undecided, but a decided media major, basically, until I did it in the spring of uh, sophomore year. What do you think the turning point was for you? Like where you were like you kind of had that aha moment, like all right, this is what I what and I could see myself doing? Um, or was it gradual? Yeah, it was still, it was, it was gradual. Like I, I knew business definitely wasn't the route I wanted to take after like freshman year. It was just like, after take the classes I was taking, it was a little bit more. What, what accounting ruined your, ruined your dreams? Uh, managerial the class managerial the classes i can't remember the classes but i just know i like hey this is not it this is not it but i took all those stuff in in high financial management Mm -hmm. (laughs) i'm good i'm good on that part 
and we was just, we started doing uh, some production stuff um, freshman year with, with cameras. And I'm like, dang, like this this is dope. Because remember, I was just doing um, radio at first. Right, I remember. Started learning behind the scenes stuff of um, just how like to set up a like a live show and all that. Um, and I think that was the route I was going through first as like a producer or something for like a show on like ESPN. So, but behind the scenes of like working with, you know, making sure everything is in order, like the stuff that you don't see. But then as time went on, I mean, by the time I got to grad school, I decided to kind of switch that route and do more of the creative stuff. So what was your process in, in, in regards to, was it photo first? Was it video first? You know, now, now I do want to kind of get people's perspective on like, what systems did you learn first? Like, what was that? Was it Lightroom? Was it Photoshop? Was it After Effects? Did you have mirrorless cameras? Like, yeah, kind of give me that timeline a little bit. So I say- and, and, and in that, and I'm sorry to cut you off. I, I'm sorry about that. You but did. in that, when did Golden Goals happen while that progression was happening? <laughs> so freshman year, I mean, I had a photography class and this, honestly, this is, I'm not even going to put the teacher name out there, but like this is some stuff, something that needs to kind of change that shoe. Um, I had a photography class and the teacher just wasn't engaged and like, they didn't really, they wasn't, they weren't there. They were just kind of, it was like they were there for the check, um, which is sad for like people inspire, inspiring to be in this field or try, just trying to learn to get into this field. And like, luckily like it, it didn't deter me from um, staying in media. But like I took a photography class and I didn't I didn't learn anything like at all. Wow. Um, and then I took a different media class and it was dealing more with sports. And I'm like, oh, this is this is it. This is this is dope. But like the photography part, the, the content creation part, I didn't. Um, at first, I didn't. I wasn't really connected to it because the teacher didn't wasn't like really exposing us to what we should have been learning. Like I was shooting on like on auto and stuff like just pointing and shooting. I had a DSLR, but I didn't know it was a DSLR. Like things like that, I just didn't know because they weren't really telling us. They were just kind of there. Like they weren't, when they were in class, they were just kind of like give us an assignment and just kind of just be on their phones and stuff. Did you, so like, did you take it upon yourself to kind of like go the extra mile? Yeah. I started going on uh, YouTube here and there and started seeing some things. Um, and YouTube uh, university, bro. YouTube university. free, bro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, bro, like YouTube University definitely. If it wasn't for YouTube, man, that's all I'll say, man. That's Straight up. It's so <laughs> funny that you say that because, like, every elective I feel like I took at Sacred Heart, like, it was either like an adjunct professor that was, like you said, just there to collect a check and they were literally mm-hmm. like put an assignment on the board and you're like, this should take you the, the hour. Like, yeah. talk to me if you need anything. And you're like, mm-hmm. this fucking And that's boy. how it was, <laughs> man. So like I didn't learn anything at first, uh, and I just started going on YouTube to, uh, to learn some stuff. And I started. I always was a fan of like music videos. So like I always grew up watching like the old like Bad Boy, like Diddy and them. And those are my favorite. Shout out to MTV Jams Channel One Forty Two. One Forty Two, man, that was that was it. MTV Jams. Let's um, go. But uh, watching all those all those old music videos, I always was like, hey, I got to get in the video. So because. The photo part I didn't really care for after that uh, after that class. So the first thing I started diving into was more video, and just doing like stupid videos and stuff with the group chats and stuff on the third floor Merton, and just making like little highlights and stuff and and whatever. But I was always constantly like making stuff like um, whether it went out to public or not. You know, it was just always constantly doing doing something. 
And then um, like later on, I started getting into um, – I was using actually like Final Cut for video. Okay. Um, I think that was what I first started using. I was using Final Cut for all my video. And then um, they taught us how to use Avid like junior year. And I was like, yo, this is terrible. I don't know if you guys know, Avid is like a different uh, media, video uh, editing platform yeah. that was more so used for like news and like uh, like old old school stations that just don't want to put the money in to change out. Um, but I learned on Avid for like a year and I went back to Final Cut. Um, so just learning that process, just learning things. I remember using like white transitions and stuff like stuff that like yeah. you just won't see now. Real old school, real classic type I, stuff. And I thought it was heat. I was like, oh, this fire, man. And then, um, you know, just as you as you go on, you start learning more and more. And you're like, yo, this is terrible. Like, <laughs> you got to stop. You got to stop this. Um, but, yeah, man. I mean, I was doing more more video. I wasn't really touching photos. Okay. Um, and I was doing more newsy-type products, uh, production as well, because that's what they were teaching us, really, in school, like how to kind of be either on camera or, um, you know, behind the scenes shooting the, the camera. And I didn't want to be on the camera. I remember they would tell me to do a stand-up. And I'm like, bro, like, I don't I don't see myself being on front of, in front of the camera at all. Like, right. So that was kind of like a, a waste at some point. But I was I always would try to get behind the camera. But we had these giant, like, Canon video cameras, like, that we were shooting on. And it was just a, basically just a point and shoot. Just shooting all of our, pro- our projects on that. And just trying to uh, make the best of it, and then um, I think I I rented out a, a a camera, I rented out a T3i, not knowing that it was a T3i uh, at one point. And you know, uh, shooting with a DSLR, it's totally different than like a a point and shoot camera. For sure. And then I started messing around, like, oh, this looks crazy. Why, why does this look so different than like the other camera we've been shooting on? And then honestly, I didn't turn back from there. And then, um, you know, just start shooting on the TTI and whatnot. And you know, that was that was my baby. That's, I still got it. I actually still shoot on that. Like a lot of stuff in my portfolio was shot on TTI. Um, it just kind of comes down to like to me, like gear never really matters. It's right. all about how you how you shoot, what you know, and uh, your subject. Um, I'm shooting with like a camera from like 2010 that came out, and just like a, an 85 mil. You know, you can make the best out of it. Uh, I love that you talked about 85 mil. I just did a, I just did it. And I didn't even share it actually. Uh, I'll share some stuff with you later, but I actually just did something for NFL films the other day. Hey. Um, uh, and I, and all I shot was with 85, mm-hmm. like all day, 1.285. That thing's serious, man. That's, that's my favorite lens, man. It, um, you know, I, I shot football with that. I shot portraits with that. You know, it's just like perfect for me. Yeah. And, you know, it's uh, the prime lens. I I use the one point eight. Okay. I gotta get a one point two. One point two five series. It's yeah. It's like almost too much. You're almost like, oh, okay, relax over there. Uh, and for the people who aren't camera people, when we mean uh, me, yeah, Kev. When we talk about <laughs> one point two, one point eight, uh. We're talking like about the, the, aperture. the aperture. Yeah, we're talking about the, yeah, I, listen, I don't want to use technical terms because if you think like, I know what aperture is, you have no yeah. idea. So here you we guys go. might as well be speaking Chinese right now. So so when I say aperture, um another term I think I 
correct me if I'm wrong, Os is like people some people use the term bokeh effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's essentially for those who are not camera people, uh, it's the effect you get when you put on portrait mode on the iPhone. It's kind of that blurred background and the subject is in focus. That is what uh, uh, the lower the aperture, the more the effect of that you get. So that's what we're, we're referring to. Uh, the higher the aperture, the less you get of that effect on your mm-hmm. photos and or your video. So that's all. But um, and it, it allows more light into the into it the, opens the lens up more. Correct. So like the it's like you know how like. If you ever seen a camera like it kind of like close in like that? Yes. You lower the, the aperture, it kind of opens up, and you kind of let let more light in. For sure, for sure. And I know that's technical. Uh, I love that. I love that. Also, I know that like we could do that all day. Um, but, right, Kev's over here like what? As a non-camera person, I had no idea how expensive that shit is. Oh, that lens right there. I want to say it's twenty. Like four to twenty four to twenty seven hundred. That lens alone, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. So the lower the just the the dollar amount goes up as the aperture goes down. Yeah. Understand that, that there is a lens out there for people who maybe want to get in photography. They use the term nifty fifty. It's kind of like mm-hmm. the universal term. It's a fifty millimeter, yeah. but it's very inexpensive. You don't have to get the big name brands. Uh, you can get a, a off brand lens. Mm-hmm. And please understand, we're talking about these are the lenses, the gla- glass. The glass on the lenses is what matters, really. Cameras. Yeah, that, that means the most, honestly. Yeah. Like, the body of the camera is cool. Like, you, depending on what you're doing, th- that's important. And, and also, go deeper into that, because I, I want to talk about your project you just did recently in a little bit. But but understand, people, glass, the lens is, is ex- the expensive part, believe it or not. Um, I was gonna say the lenses are more expensive than the cameras itself, right? Yes, at, at times, times at yeah. Times, yeah. Unless you're talking about like the the one DXs and whatnot, right? Those, right. Those are like the top of top of the line, like what well, Canon wise. Canon wise, right? But, um, if you if you want to get like the one he's talking about, the eighty five one point two, you said it's like two. I think bands, yeah, maybe? I think it's two and some change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I was saying, with the nifty fifty, for those who maybe want to get into it, but have a, a have a good glass, have a good lens. I want to say the fifty one point eights, even I want to say, or or less than a thousand dollars, maybe about five hundred to eight hundred, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so definitely check that out. Yeah. Um, and then another thing, since we're on the topic, a prime. So also use the term prime. A prime mm-hmm. lens is just a lens that's not adjustable. So it's not like a, its range isn't 24 to 70 or 70 to 200. You can't zoom it. It's it's a fixed uh, focal lens. So 50 millimeter is 50. And that's all you get. You have to, when you, the way that you move is by walking, by moving your feet, actually adjusting your, your where you're standing. Um mm-hmm. And like we both mentioned, 85 millimeters is probably one of our, if not our favorite focal lens. Um, sorry to get technical, but we here. We hey, we try to educate too while we here. <laughs> you know, you you never know, man. You never know. Um, so so okay. So talk to me. So let's say college is done now, right? When mm-hmm. did Golden Goals come about? Ah, uh, Golden Goals came about actually in college, um, sophomore year. Okay. So fun fun fact about that. Golden Goals in the name. Supposed- Where did it come from? Go- <laughs> is it Golden box Goals- related? I'm sorry, I keep cutting you off, but is it box related? Because I love that song, and we probably yes and no. Okay, he, probably, he, he inspired it, and um, 
Because that was around the time, because we, we started Golden Goals 2014, me and Marquis. We were in J-Hill at Sacred Heart. Um, a bye week during the season. This was like, whatever bye week that was, you can mark that down as the, 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 the birth of Golden Goals in 2014. Um, October 9th <clears throat> was the exact date. That was Delaware week. The week yeah, prior. we just lost to Buck now. And then we're, we were going to Delaware to play Delaware. Yep. Mm. So so then that weekend, me and Marquis, we were still there. He he didn't go home because he wasn't traveling at the time. So but he stayed at uh, a shoe, and I was still there because I had to, we had practice and stuff or whatever. Um, and me and him, he's a, he's a fashionable guy, uh, fly guy, and we wanted to do. We were tired of seeing stuff because we would go to the mall and then, like stuff wasn't like nice. Like we just got tired of that stuff. And we started Golden Goals as like a, a fashion, um, a fashion brand, more so to like create our own stuff and start selling it and, and rocking around the school and stuff. But to do that, you got to have money. Like we were broke, and then we didn't have jobs because we played football and didn't have time to. Um, the, the 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 name came about. We did a, a March Madness bracket of like probably about like 50, 50 different names that we. Uh, brought up um, and we were just kind of going through it and just like had the whole list down and like yo this name versus this name and stuff just started making it and we were like alright cool 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 um, there were so many names I know one was like a mixture of like Rhode Island and like uh, Delaware and it was one that was kind of unique for both of us it was called Roadware and like we were like, oh, that's that's kind of fire for like for the the point of being uh, fashion, and then we just kept going. But then Golden Goals came up against I don't know what the final term was, um, and Golden Goals won just because it covered it could cover multiple things like um, fashion or you know whatever you know. And then uh, was there a name that was just trash and used like like maybe Marquis came up was like, yo, that's weak, but all right, put it on. <laughs> Yeah, there was a bunch. I wish I wish I still had the uh, like the, the the sketches. Uh, well, I still have the sketches. Actually, I probably have them in like my closet here. So okay, of like all the like design and stuff that we have, and we still want to get into the designs. And we actually made some hoodies, but um, the manufacturer that we had started using, they went out of business because of COVID. But we'll get back into that with uh, with uh, like or, uh, merchandise and branding uh, later on and things, but. Um, yeah, we had a bunch of names that were just either good, some was trash, and then some of was like, ah, this is okay. But we ended up landing on Golden Goals, man. It was just was perfect with the you said boss. It kind of like like I said, he kind of inspired inspired it, um, and we were just like, dang, like that just sound right, man. Like so, we stuck with it, and it was a, a fashion uh, brand for like all through college from sophomore year to the senior year, and then. We just couldn't make anything happen because we were broke as hell. <laughs> we didn't have any money, man, to do it. And, like, we would start saving up, like, refund checks. Like, yo, bro, like, all right, I just got my refund check, though. Like, let's say this, like, we're going to do it. And then, like, Marquis would go buy some cakes or something. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then, but then Marquis got his car, and now, like, oh, we need the car, too. And and I was, I was saving up for a whip. And then we just never could do it. And they're like, yo, bro, like, why the hell are we trying to make clothes? And like, we both are like communication majors. Like, let's turn this into like a, a, a media production. And this was like senior year, 
going into grad school, like that summer, summer 2017, honestly changed our lives, like for like going into like this media route. Damn, it took you guys two years to make that flip. Yeah, man. It was just like, I don't know why we didn't think to do it before. Um, (laughs) Just like wanting to do the fashion so bad. Like we got to do this because like we we love like, um, like Pharrell clothes, you know, um, all that stuff, like clothes like that. We were like, oh, we got to get this. Like, this will be fresh. We do it. Like, it's, we're sitting on like a million dollar scheme. Like, this is going to be fine. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's so fresh fits. And then we were like, bro, like, all right, enough of this. Like, let's, let's actually like do something with this. Um, Obviously, since uh, I've been very much off social, but since, uh, since I, I was going to reach out to you and stuff like that, you know, to have you on the show. I did peep. You just cop some from somewhere out. out. <laughs> what did you cop? Let the people know. Did you cop some sneaks, like something fire? So I cop like a vintage jacket, and I cop um, the pine green threes. Okay, okay. Um, I'm a fan of the threes, regardless. So yeah, I was out in Richmond, um, and that 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 that, uh, that store they just started. It was actually like their um, the grand opening. Grand opening, and I was just there because I was out there for my birthday that weekend, just kind of just going out, seeing Richmond, getting out of Charlottesville, and just walked past the store. Like, oh, this is gonna be nice. I'm gonna stop back by afterwards and went in there and up buying some stuff. But then leaking with him trying to do like work. Oh, that's future. awesome. Like, See, so it, so it's, it's gonna, gonna be a be blessing. Yeah, it's gonna be a, a blessing. A, a collab is gonna happen soon enough. Um, we got to cool. talk more and everything, but we are kind of talking in the right direction right now. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Before uh, we get too off topic, you remember that we saw Boss freshman year open for J. Cole? Yo. Dang. Was that I don't know if I was there, bro. At Foxwoods with me, Frank. I didn't I didn't get to make it, bro. Oh, that's right. I didn't get to make it. Yeah. Yeah. That was um and I was tight because I always wanted to see J. Cole, bro. And I couldn't make it because that was when when was that? Was that in the spring? Yeah, it was like winter of spring semester, freshman year. I had track. Mm. Oh, that's I right. I had track at that time and I couldn't go. And I, I remember texting you and you were like, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck this guy boss is opening up for him. And you're like, dude, trust me, he's a beast. And like he yeah. he was like I thought like his like lyrics and music was a little bit better than J. Cole's. I was like, fuck, mm-hmm. this was right on this guy, because that shit was insane. Yeah. yeah, I was so mad because yeah, it was you, Tone, right? Frank. Yeah, me, Frank, Joe Cordasco, Matt Slade, mm-hmm. and Jay Kroom. Yep. And I'm like, bro, like they want to go see Cole. Like I gotta go, but I think we had a track meet that weekend, bro, at like Yale or something like that. Damn, I and forgot I about go. that. I was tight. So for for those that don't know who Boss is, just type in B A S uh, on whatever streaming service you have. Um, he's signed by Cole, one of the the honestly one of the best artists that like you never heard of. Honestly, everybody on Cole's mm-hmm. label is fire. Like, uh, you pretty much got to just check all of them out. Um, but Boss is definitely is definitely dope. So definitely check him out. If I'm not mistaken, uh, is that song actually called Golden Goals, or he just says that? Nah, it's called it's called Golden Gold. Okay, it is right. So yeah, yeah, that kind of that brought it to our attention. We're like, dang, one of the songs is fire, and then it the is. Just like it just sound, it just sound right, man. Yeah, 
he's very confident on that song. But he he's very confident that he yeah. knows that this is a good song. Like you know what I'm yeah. saying? You know, like an artist is kind of chilling back. Nah, like he knew this was one of them ones, and you could tell for sure. Um, yeah. So I'm happy that y'all went with you know with that name. Um, all right, so let's go to let's go to let's go to you know you graduate now. What's that? What's kind of the next steps for you? So undergrad, we graduated, and then I had an extra year because uh, I had a I registered my freshman year. So um, we're going into grad school for that final year, and that summer, I started uh, renting out the camera more and more, and stopped using like the the, the cameras they were trying to have us use. And I started that's when I learned about a DSLR, what that actually meant, and the camera I rented out was a T3i, um, and then. You know, down the line, I ended up actually stealing that camera, and that was my main camera because, like, you can rent out the gear from shoe, and then like you had like a like a couple of days to turn it back in, and then like I was I was renting it out like so frequently that they was like, okay, yo, you got it, just hold on to it until like whatever before the school year start, and then we'll bring it back and then do it again, and then one time like I was cool with the person that was checking out, he he was in a rush leaving, and he never signed me out. And that was, that was the last time they saw that camera. <laughs> but I, was, <laughs> I, I started, I started shooting more and more. I remember like my first video piece was like with the DSLR was with Byron LT, um, Brandon Ricketts. They did like a, a jugs machine video. And I did one with Kamal, might've been Jay Croon. So I was basically just shooting just the team. Right. It's like, you know, just doing, I wasn't doing any photos, it was all video and just learning to, how to do stuff like that on YouTube nonstop. Like after going, going to work on stuff during the, during the day and going through the playbook and everything, I would go back and just be on YouTube the whole night. Mm. Um, just learning. So that summer was like the, a big jump going into that school year. And, um, we started the season off, started off pretty good. Um, and that summer actually was a blessing in disguise. Mark here probably tell y'all, but he actually got hurt. He broke his leg, oh so he couldn't. God, that's right. Right, he couldn't, like one on one. He play. Yep, he couldn't play that season, and that's where he started doing more and more um, content. So he started making all the content for the for the team that year. Um, and we were just learning graphic design, learning about uh, video. Still not touching photos. We were like shook of photos. It was. Wow. Terrified of it. It's funny because I feel like at that same time, was, I, I think at that point I had just came back. Mm, 2017? Yeah. That fall 2017? Yeah, fall 2017. So, because I think I coached y'all for one year. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember you and I would kind of share photo stuff, but not even knowing that you weren't even really messing with photo. Now I think mm-hmm. about it, you like, I'm messing with video. And I think you yeah. always were saying, like, yo, this is what I'm doing with video. This is what I'm doing with video. And I was like learning photo and ch- trying to give you gems and you trying to give me gems. And I'm like, ah, mm-hmm. I don't want to touch. I don't want to touch video. I don't want to touch video. So it's crazy. And that's how I was with photos. I was just shook. I was, I was shook to, to get into photos. At this um, point, what like softwares were you, were you starting to like mess with? I was using uh Lightroom, Premiere, and that's it. So I was just using Lightroom and Premiere. Okay. Um, and I would do all my editing on that. Um, Lightroom, I just started using Lightroom to like mid-season because I started taking pictures and stuff. Gotcha. Mid-season 2017. Okay. And then um, 
but everything else was all on Premiere. Okay, so after that year, like, what was that? What was that kind of transition out of college? Like, like, cause this that, think about it. That's the biggest moment for a lot of kids. They're like, all right, college is over. I don't have this mm-hmm. kind of cushion. It's like I'm in, I'm in it now. So, you know, what did you kind of do next? So what was crazy is that like that class that went to grad school, they graduated that year. So was it 2018? I was in grad school and I ended up going part-time instead of going staying full-time because I ended up getting a job in IT at the university. I was, uh, so undergrad, I was uh, like doing work study in the IT department and I mean, just learning stuff, um, as I went. And then I got my, like, uh, I was, it was in a GA role, um, along with football my last year. And then a position opened up and I applied and I had a project that I had to do. I had to like program some stuff, never did any code or anything like that. Never knew how to do it, but just kind of just, again, went on YouTube, figured it out and got the job. I got a full-time job while I was still in grad school, which was blessing, you know, um, to have something to fall back on before being done with school. So I had to go part-time because as a full-time employee at Sacred Heart, you can't, um, be full-time student uh, as well for them to pay for it. Um, so they were paying for some of our classes and stuff. So I had to go part-time, but that helped me because I had to stay around Sacred Heart and that was an easy access to get into shooting games, shooting practices. I started shooting basketball, started shooting, I did women's basketball, men's basketball, pack the pit, all that stuff. Um, because I was right there. Um, then doing all, a lot of football stuff, um, local 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 companies and stuff in the area going to concerts and shooting i remember i shot for davies um because i was just being being in that area helped me out so much by by working um in itsu and being able to have time on the weekends to do stuff with photography and videography um at, at this point did you upgrade a camera did you get more lenses were you okay I didn't upgrade cream. I still was using that TTR that I, that I finessed that he, on com- that he confiscated. Let's just say confiscated. The, <laughs> <laughs> um, I was using a, um, a, a 50 prom. Okay. And I was using, that's it. I had the kit. I had kit lenses in the 50 prom. Gotcha. That's all I was using. And then I learned about the 85, like a year later that, no, that's, Summer of 2018, I found out about the the, uh, the the 85, and I got that and started going crazy. Started with that. I, started, I started taking portraits. I was like, oh, this is tough. Like, just start doing um, like uh, music videos and stuff. Yeah, you, you know uh, Quay. Yep. He was the first person. Well, he was the second person I shot a music video for. Um, wow. And that was, you know, just I was like, oh, this is this is dope. Like, I can do this. I know how to. I shot the music video before, like, okay, I can do that now. Like, just getting things under my belt and doing more things and stepping out of my, my comfort zone and start doing more photography. Cause I need to, when I post stuff on social media, I need to connect it too. Like, you got to be able to have that to help, you know, to have it more engaged uh, um, on social media so you get more likes and get more buzz just going out there. Right. Um, was there ever moments? Cause I think this is a big thing for a lot of people in the industry who are younger, who are just getting in. They're scared to mess up. Was there any ever moments where you messed up or you weren't completely happy? You're like, man, I still don't know how to do this, but I'm going to help. I'm going to take this job, but I'm hesitant a little bit. You ever had that feeling? 
Yeah. Um, the whole time with f- photography, I was scared to get into photography because I, I, I wasn't good. I knew I wasn't good. And I'm like, I don't want to put anything bad out there. And like, I mean, but you just got to do it, man. You got to, you know, trust yourself and trust that, you know, it's a process. Like, you want to start off bad, you know, start learning stuff. It's trial and error pretty much. Once you get the camera, that's all it is. It's trial and error. You learn more and more stuff. Um, I took some jobs that, like, I definitely wasn't, like, ready to do. Like, I remember working for this um, this company doing, like, this uh, a tennis, like, promo video. And I was like, bro, I don't know what I'm doing for real. But, I mean, you know, you just got to bet on yourself and just do it. And it came out really good. They liked it. Then we started doing more and more work. Um, and, you know, just 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 try. Don't be afraid to fail, man. That's it. For sure. For sure. I have a question, Juice. When you got into photography, did you, I mean, maybe you can't qualify this yourself, but always something in regards to creativity when it comes to filming and or taking photos, like the quote unquote, the eye or like having the eye is something that like a lot of people talk about. Or like if you showed me, a really good fucking picture taken and that was edited in the works relative to just a picture, like a cool picture taken. I would have no idea what the fucking difference was. Is that something I wouldn't, I'm just being honest. <laughs> I would just be like, both are cool. And then obviously if you guys looked at the picture, you'd be like, nah, like the contrast on this picture relative to that one is way more different. And the way the person took the picture off this lens is way more efficient mm-hmm. and better looking, whatever. Did you develop the quote unquote eye, did you have a knack for it? Or I know G always did. Like G always what this iPhone would just like take a picture like this and he'd be like, no, that came out pretty cool. Or something yo, like that. What, what, yo, what you said is right, bro. G has the eye for it. Like it's so crazy, bro. Like I remember he was showing me a picture and I was like, dang, bro, like why didn't I ever think of that, bro? So like like I learned from people around me and like stuff when he's so like G, I learned a lot from G, even though he wasn't doing video, but like just his what his thought process on stuff from from photography helped me kind of like understand more on like okay angles of stuff and like editing while he edited photos a lot better than I, I i have like you know just like seeing that and then he was showing me kind of like the behind the scenes stuff like oh yo i remember you were using like visco for a minute like the the editing uh, <laughs> for any mobile stuff yeah any mobile photography i was using visco and i was using snapseed and um, that's honestly what to even today what I would recommend for somebody from a mobile photography standpoint. And it's a process. Yeah. And I learned that. I learned that on um, uh, one of those like those free trials. What are those called? Those free trials on that website where you could just like learn something real quick. It's all creatives usually always have promos for it for like a free month. I know you know. I know what you're talking about. And that's you. Yeah. You showed me that, and I you gave me the uh, the login. Yeah, I took the login and started using that more, learning more, more of that. So I had to develop the eye for it. Like I, I kind of had, it, but I didn't have it at like all the way like some people had. Um, but just being around, luckily I was around creatives. Like I was around Key, who was really good at his stuff. What he was doing, G, and then um, there's a couple of people in school, like in grad school, that were uh, really talented. And some of the, one of the professors, I think, is Falco. He's really good at photography. And I actually wasn't in his class, but I would go to his class. I wasn't registered. I would just go there and sit in there. And I talked to him. He was like, it's cool to just come in there. And I would learn from him. So, like, just people around me I, helped me kind of develop, like, the eye for 
getting the, the, the right shot. No, it's interesting because I always thought that it was like one of those things that like you either have or you just fucking don't. I didn't know. It's more, it's cool that it's like a muscle that you can like work out. That's cool. I didn't even mm-hmm. know that. It's, yeah. it's definitely a muscle for sure. Like there's still no hope for me, but that's cool. <laughs> nah, man. If we, if we give you a can when we, we, we coach you through everything, you'll be nice at it. You know, just, it's like I, I just said, end up selfies on it the whole day. That's about <laughs> it. And they'll do numbers on social media. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man. So, okay. So, so you take that, that, that job, right. You don't, you're going part-time. What's the, what's the next leap out of Sacred Heart? Like when do you leave Connecticut? What's that? What's, or what's the first job where you're like, Oh wow. Like I'm in it now from a creative standpoint, um, completely. I mean, start when I started doing that stuff for that, the company, um, out in Connecticut, it was, uh, doing like a lot of their, their promo for their project. Like, like I said, they did tennis stuff. Um, started doing music videos, um, started getting booked for like photo shoots and stuff Doing other schools. Like I knew that we were in it when another creator from a different school reached out to us and asked us to put it, could we do something for uh last chance you? And I was like, bro, what? Like, this is crazy. I remember Marquis was uh, heavy into graphic design and, you know, key, he mainly put it together, but I was there kind of like as help. But like just knowing that, like, oh, someone can see our work and then want us to do stuff. And it actually was wild that when I was at OKC, one of the players was out there and I ran into him. And I like, yeah, man, we did some stuff for, for your team. Like, oh, yeah, I remember that. We blew that up. We put it into the locker room and stuff like that. Like, yeah, that was fresh. It was like the schedule for them, I believe. Gotcha. Um, the uh, down in Scuba, the Mississippi one? Or Independence? Independence. In Kansas? Got it. Mm-hmm. That wow. Jay Brown Man. guy? Did he reach out personally to Key? Nah, so this is one of the coaches. This uh, is like a coach. Um, was it, was it, was it like the guy, Jay coach. Brown? That guy's a nah, lunatic. It was, a, it was an assistant coach to, to them, I think, or something like that. He's he's now at um, he's at Rutgers now <laughs> doing, doing um, production. He was like a, a coach assistant or something, but he did like production stuff. And he was he had creative. reached out to us, mm-hmm. and then uh, asking us to, like for help in creating that piece. And I was like, bro, like this is this is Netflix. Like these people on the TV, like they reaching out to us to do work. Like what? Like this is wild. So then that's when we really like locked in. Like yo, we can like make a living out of this, and um, started like we were already going hard at it, but like just turned up another notch. And that, that's what led Key getting with the pats and everything. So right, and that's where I wanted to go next. So Key Key gets the opportunity to work with the work with the Patriots, and then was your next move an opportunity? You heading over to uh, OKC? Yeah. So then my the next opportunity for me, I had to finish up school first because mm-hmm. he got hired before I graduated, I believe. Okay. And then um. I started doing stuff with PG, with PG Sports. Right, Paul. And Shout out to Paul. That was a – Paul, the super plug, bro. Like, it's crazy how, how connected he is. Yeah, he is. Um, He's really, like, just dope. One, just a dope person himself, but then just everything that he does is, like, top tier. Like, really appreciate him. And, and another person I look up to, man, like, he, he put me into a lot of situations that I 
might not been ready for, but you know, he trusted me to to do it, and you know, we were able to create some good content, and all that stuff was just building in my portfolio to was help me and uh, lead me down to uh, well, over to OKC. So what year? So what year was OKC? So when we say OKC, y'all, uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, I, I think I, me, you and I were talking when you were getting ready to leave. Where were we? Because mm-hmm. I remember you got the word and you're like, "Yo, I just applied." Da da da. And so, I think you were still at school and I was still coaching. And I was like, "Yo, yeah. let's go." I was mm-hmm. amped for you because, yo, because thanks to you, bro, I did my. If y'all don't know, I did my interviews in G's office. That's okay. I remember that. Oh my gosh. I, I was um so I applied there. I was ready to get out of uh IT. Um just because I was finishing up school. Um, I applied there and they called me back one day. I was working on a classroom that nobody was in and I picked the I saw Oklahoma, like who Oklahoma? I picked the call up and luckily nobody was coming in because they didn't know I was applying to leave out. Answer it. Talk to my my future boss, uh, Matthew Wells. And like, yeah, man, you know, saw your your resume, saw your uh your your short your uh your show reel was really nice, man, really dope. I want to set up like a, a a Zoom interview for you at some point, um, maybe like next week or something. Are you available? I'm like, yeah, like let's do it. And then the next week, I would leave work. I like, yo, I gotta go. I just said I had to go somewhere, and. I had my suit and stuff. I brought my suit and everything and left it in G's office so that no one at work saw it. Um, and that was a problem because I didn't have a car. So I was like just trucking this thing across campus before I had went into the office. Went into the office, told them I had to leave at some point. Run up there to G's office, change, put the whole suit on and everything, do the interview, you know, did what I had to do. And then like later on, uh, like a couple of weeks later, they uh they flew me out to uh do an in, in person interview, and you know again did my best and which led me to officially getting the the offer like in August August twenty nineteen. Hey, real quick, real quick, let me just gotta give it up for my dog. That was a that's a beautiful story, bro. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> got got the job there, and then, and then you know. The thing is just changed for real, for real. Wow, man. Wow. But shout out to you, man. Like, bro, like, I, I, I need a place to do the interview, bro. Now, I do like, remember that conversation. Now, I think about it. I was like, I was like, yeah, like, bro, like, bro, go ahead. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, I like, yo, bro, like, I got, I got this interview coming up, man. Like, you think I can go into the office and do it? Cause it was either go to your office or try to go into Mertier and do it. But, you know, not always the office, the, uh, the, the, uh, editing rooms would be available, but then also we worked in IT, so like our my boss and everybody, they would always walk through Mertier because we were fixing stuff up there. So, your spot was the perfect place that nobody would go. Right. Wow, man. So, so talk to so talk to us about OKC. What was that experience? How long were you there and what was that experience like? OKC was dope, man. I was there for, for, uh, for two years. Um, you know, just Crazy experience going around like pro ball players and stuff like that. Um, getting to, to shoot content with them, but then also like I always would shoot for myself too. Like I would go to all the games and everything. Like even if I wasn't assigned to it, um, I shot stuff for uh, like LeBron, Chris Paul, um, Melo, like all that stuff. Like 
guys that I look up to on like NBA Live and then 2K, like I'm like, yo, these are the like, these are stars. Uh, like getting a, getting a chance to shoot that stuff, man, was was a great experience. And then traveling with the team, going to All Star Weekend up in Chicago, cold, so cold in Chicago. <laughs> I had a winter jacket, but like it was like piercing through my jacket, but I couldn't. I can't. I can't live out there. It's just too too cold. But like the whole experience was dope. Um, and then that's when that's when COVID hit. Like a month after All Star Weekend. Mm. So like we we all this stuff like we're getting momentum with the team. Like it was we was on a run. We had won like twelve out of the last fifteen games, and like we were getting a lot more TV time on ESPN and all that stuff. Um, but then COVID hit and slowed everything down. But that also. COVID was such a, you know, something that changed the world, but also, like, I took, I tried to take advantage of it and, like, learning new things, so I started doing more and more stuff in After Effects, like, every project I had to do, I had to incorporate something from After Effects, like, just so that I know, like, when I get out of this, I'm gonna be twice as good as what I was before, you know, I can't come out of COVID and not, you know, level up, just because, you got so much time to yourself to, you know, some people go stir crazy, but I try to just use that time to learn, man. Respect. Go ahead. When you went to uh, OKC, I mean, when you first started really shooting these videos and some of that, it was for basically your friends on shoe football for the most part and or a couple of mm-hmm. other people. Like, was there a certain fear when you first started and you were working with guys like Chris Paul? Was Russell Westbrook there when you were there? No. So actually, fun fact, when I did my interview, in G's office, that was the day that uh, Russ was getting traded. <laughs> so my boss that was supposed to interview with me, he couldn't make it. And the other like the other manager, he ended up doing it with me because um, he had to go take care of a mm-hmm. project with, uh, with the Russ stuff. Damn. So, I mean, you're like you said, you did stuff for Chris Paul, guys like LeBron James. Like, Was there a certain fear there going into it, shooting shit like that? I'm going to be honest. Um, not really. Um, and I, I, I say that because thanks to like PG, like PG kind of helped me kind of like, I was exposed to like pro athletes already working with him and doing stuff with him and everything. So I was kind of already ready. And then like, I was able to do stuff with, uh, Dave E. So just kind of like, these are guys that are famous already in their, in their, um, their, you know, what they do in life. So when it came to like working with the, the players, also I kind of got eased into things too, um, like, but not really. I got eased into like doing bigger projects. But like my first day, I was shooting a, a piece with like uh, Roberson. Um, I think uh, who else was there? Dennis uh, Schroeder. Schroeder oh yeah. yeah, and 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 somebody else. But that was my first day. I was doing like a project and stuff with them. And at that point, Os, are do you now have access to better equipment? Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I'm still kind of so I still have my T3I, mm-hmm. but um, I would use that for like my personal stuff when I would shoot, not for the team. So like anything I was shooting that wasn't for the team, I was shooting for myself. I would use the T3I, but I was using like um. um their cameras for video. I would only use the T3I for, for photos. Gotcha. Just because it wasn't, it wouldn't keep up in, in for sure. So that's frame rates that's and all that gear, wise. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's when gear start to matter. Like certain things, gear doesn't matter, but like stuff like that, as you get higher up, you got to eventually kind of uh, 
you know, upgrade. level up your gear as well. Yeah. So was there anything was there anything specifically, and you kind of hinted at it, or if not already talked about it, but was there anything that you learned while in OKC that was vital to where you are now? Or was that time during COVID kind of that time for you where you're like, all right, I have to learn After Effects? Um, so, yeah, I guess both. But like, so what was good about OKC is that I was there with like four or five other creators. Like video creators, so like everyone is totally different. Like my boy Joe, he he's actually with uh, the Broncos now. Shout out to Joe, that's my dog too. Joe Joe's definitely dope. He he's super creative what he does. Everyone's creative what they do. And they're not trying to like downplay anything, but me and Joe, we were cool. Um, v, she's super dope at what she does. BDS. So everybody had like a different type of style. So I'm just kind of learning stuff and picking things from all of them. And putting that together, I think the thing that I learned the most was storytelling. It's like you can't just be out there just doing super edited videos and stuff. You gotta have a story to it. Like it has to connect with the the community and the fans, the, the viewers that are watching. Um, and that was the main thing that I learned is like learning how to tell a story and do it in a a short amount of time because attention spans. You know, you can't have like a three minute video all the time. But you got to be able to tell a whole story in a minute. That's the hardest thing. Like making a three minute video, that's easy because you can stretch stuff out. But like putting together a whole game recap and stuff in one minute and telling stuff pregame and you know what's going on and everything. Like with the, it could be a special night or whatever, or a community event. Um, you know, Thanksgiving giveaways and stuff like all these type of things. You got to learn how to do this stuff in short form content and get it get it out and be able to flip that stuff quick. Because turnover, especially in the NBA, you got a game Tuesday, then you got a game Wednesday. You got back-to-backs, and you, but you're traveling, too. So learning how to do all that stuff, being faster at what I'm doing, and then being able to tell a story. Those two are the, the, the most important things that I've learned. Turnaround time. That's a big thing, I feel like, in in the industry as a whole, whether you're doing video, film, uh, portrait, just, you know, still, whatever. Like, it doesn't matter. Uh, anything with After Effects related. Um I just feel like turnaround time is big because everybody outside of the industry has no idea how long these things take, you know, how tedious yeah. they are. Um, yeah. I think, they think a video just take like, you know, Oh, you shot a video. We'll have it done like in 30 minutes. Like, nah, it takes time. Like you got to have sound design. If you want to have a good video, right. It's going to take you some time. What's uh? I, it's funny because every time we bring him up, uh, what's my man's name that does the 4D animations for like everybody now, like for like ESPN? Was it uh, Gibson? Hazard? Yeah, Gibson Hazard. If you guys don't know, uh, just type in Gibson Hazard on um, Instagram or just just Google the name. Uh, his credits on things are insane. Whether it's like the college football playoff to ESPN, everything, almost anything they want. Whether it's like the Super Bowl or whatever the case may be, or Kanye reaching. You know what I mean? He's made videos for everybody. Um, but with that being said, like I think about something like what he does, how long it takes to create a universe. Like it takes so long, man. Yeah. And and that's why I respect the fact that he only does things like one these big projects. Yeah. Because they have to take yeah. months. Mm-hmm. They ha- it takes it takes a lot of time um to just do. Um so if you notice like he doesn't have well, I mean, 
the things that I've seen, he doesn't put out a lot of work. Correct. But the quality, one, the quality is super high. But and then because he doesn't put out a lot of work because all that stuff takes time. It's like a movie. Yeah. Like you're not shooting a movie every year. You know, you shoot a movie like once a year, and then over time you shoot another one because the whole production process just takes a while. No, for sure, for sure. Um, but I, I like the, the I like just the fact that you talked about like the time and and how fast how you got better at a uh, turnaround time because I think that again I think that's really really big uh, for people who don't know how long it takes to, to to do to do these things whether it's photos or video or anything like that. Um, so 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 talk to me about the UVA move because I think. At that point, right, COVID was going on. Um, it had already hit, and I remember I found out. I think through social media, and I was as excited for you. I was just like, "Yo, this is big, man!" Like I'm so so excited. One because it kind of goes back to your roots, playing football. You know, kind of how you started when you were at Sacred Heart, just like shooting stuff. But now you have the 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 know how. You have the resources, the confidence, even more so. You know what I mean? Like you're you're now. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Like you're ready. You're ready for this. It's like no, like no. Now, like I'm stepping in and like this is what I'm doing, type of situation. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited and I loved. I love seeing like your first week. Your first week got me so excited seeing what you put out. Um, so just talk to me. Talk to me how that all came about. Um. So, you know, just things things happen in life. So then. You know, you know, I, I decided, you know, being out in Oklahoma is not the best fit for myself and my girlfriend for us to, to, to uh, we need to get back closer to home. Um, and so the, the, the opportunity came about, I saw it and applied and, you know, went through like a, the same kind of process with OKC. The UVA got there. Um, and, you know, from there, it was just kind of basically, starting from the ground up, it was like they had media, but they didn't really have media. They just had someone before just kind of making like graphics and stuff. They didn't really have like a video. Class. So like this is the first time they had a creative department and I was kind of, I'm leading the, the creative department there with me and uh, Taylor White, who's the assistant of uh, video content. And then we were actually short a person the whole season, uh, our graphic designer. So we were kind of just two man band doing it all. Which was uh, which was a lot, but I mean, I think it helped us both grow, learn things, um, you know, to prepare us for the next season. We were eventually added somewhere else towards the end of the end of the year, but being able to have full access, which is honestly one of the most important things in creating content, is just have the amount of access that you have. Being able to just walk up to the players and and, and shoot stuff and. Uh, pull them aside and, and set up times for like these interviews and everything like that. And just having creative freedom to do what you want. Like, okay, this is the look that we're going to go with, but let's go ahead and do it. And just kind of doing everything, anything that you want, you know, but kind of just tying a UVA look to it. Um, it was, it was a good uh, opportunity for, for me to make that move. So first and foremost, again, I, I'm a, I'm a quiet applaud you golf clap. It's amazing to hear that it was only pretty much two of you guys, because mm-hmm. again, knowing knowing the time and effort that goes into these turnaround times and seeing what y'all were putting out, um, 
man, I, I think it's almost, and correct me if I'm wrong, like it's probably good and bad because the 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 program probably didn't have as high expectation because maybe they didn't really have it before. So you were like, look, we just mm-hmm. go like we just gonna go have fun with this and go do it. Uh, yeah. And I, I again, I remember those like I remember that first like week because I think spring ball maybe or camp or something like that. Yeah, it was camp. Yeah, or camp. And I remember it and I was just like, whoa. Like it, it kind of shook me. I was like, okay, this looks different. Because I remember looking at on their page, looking at previous videos, and it didn't have the same feel. Mm-hmm. It didn't have the same feel. And I was like, okay, 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 we doing something now. Like something was and, and I'm gonna be completely honest with you, and you probably remember during the season, I would like shoot you a text like Yo, this video is dope. Yo, I got hype. And what happened? What happened was I. Well, let me let me first of all let me step back before I say this because you know about this. Let me step back. As a Virginia Tech fan, a diehard since five years old, I had a moment where because of my respect out of you and my and our friendship, I started watching UVA football games and being excited about them. And I had and like I kind of was like hesitant, but I was like, no, this is my this is my dog. Like I'm gonna support his squad, you know. And that made me happy in a sense. I was like, wow, like look at this. Like just him doing what he loves is making me build a bridge between our rivals and who you know who I'm who I support. And I just thought that, and that was like an internal thing. I'm just sharing it because we on a pod, but like. You you didn't even probably didn't really even know, but I was watching these games and I'm like I'm checking out your quarterback. I'm like, yo, he's tough, you know. Bro, yeah. Armstrong's a beast. <laughs> yeah. He's he's nice, man. He's the he's the truth. Did he come he's back? Too, man. Yep, he's back for uh, his his last year. Wow, man, that's the Red Rocket. The Red Rocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but right. So I I started like forming these these uh you know uh, becoming a fan of some of these players and i was like wow this is really really cool to see um so so honestly thank you for thank you for that and and now that i know you know you guys were doing a one or two one two may sometimes three people uh to a team what is kind of the expectation f- for you have for yourself and uh moving forward to next season like obviously the bar has to get raised which mm-hmm. I think you guys did that with signing day. Uh, mm. t- yeah, talk me through signing day because I loved how you rolled that out. It was like a photo booth type of vibes, and I love what you did with Flash. You know, I'm a big fan of Flash. So mm-hmm. yeah, talk to me through talk me through that whole thought process. So the the kind of so now when we when we started playing ball, there was only one national signing day, and that was in like February, I believe. Um, but now there's two. There's the early signees, and then there's a, the the one in February that just passed. So to start, I go back to uh, in December, December fifteenth. We did a play on like the Avengers. That was like the theme, kind of have like a, a Avengers look. Um, and we had this thing called Break the Rock. Um, so we kind of played off Thor, take like a sledgehammer, break the rock after we win a win a game. Like kind of just symbols like overcoming the, the opponent and and and, and winning a game. Um, so that was the thing tied in with Avengers and, and Thor. Did that, did really well. Um, that was like the first year that UVA football made it into the top 50 like engagement interactions from National Sign Day. We landed like 40, 
I think it was 45 out of 130. That's amazing, bro. That's amazing. I'm proud of you, bro. Like, no bullshit. Like, forget the pot for a second. Like, man, I'm just proud of you, dog. And shout out to the rest of the team, too, because I I know it. Yeah, Yeah, I I, got to give everybody love. It's all all the team. Yeah, I'm proud of y'all. Tell tell them I said, like, for real, keep going, man. Will do. Who's usually, like, the, the elite of the elite? Is it, like, an Oregon or something like that? Nah, I would say like elite, the elite, probably Ohio State, um, Clemson. Um, I mean, like some of the teams that are just super good, like Alabama. I'm, and this is not a knock to nobody. I'm not trying to like they, they, they have great content creators, but they also have like just the fact that it's Alabama that they can, no matter what goes out, is going to do numbers. Not saying that they're not creative, and I don't want to sound like a hater or not like that or like come at nobody because they're all super talented yeah but like compared to like let's say ohio state and like clemson yeah the team basically are, does the job for them essentially yeah but those those guys really create stuff and engage stuff and keep you tied in um that's just the name like the two off the top there's a lot more um but it also it comes with you know how good your team is but then also like the, the content creators and stuff I was going to say real quick, shout out to, and I forget his name. I follow him IG, but I think he's in LA now shooting for the, uh, he's shooting for Arizona now, but he was Texas Tech's, he was one of Texas Tech shooters, but the coach actually took him when he left Texas Tech. He Kingsbury? brought, yeah, I gotta, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you uh, his stuff. Oh, you probably, Texas Tech has a lot of good concert creators. They're dope. Yeah. Oklahoma State is dope. Yeah. Um, just to name a few, man. But I forget his name, though, but he was, man, he was the elite for sure. So, um, damn, I hope everybody's all right. Well, I heard the sirens. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so, okay. So, so okay. Y'all killed it with the with the signing day. The bar has to, the bar gets raised. Mm-hmm. But, then, but then we get hit. We get, so after the Marvel stuff, so we did the Marvel, the, the Avengers look. We got hit with like a uh, from legal UVA legal. They're like, "Yo, this is too close to Avengers and Marvel. Like, we have to, we have, we can't use any of this stuff." Wow. This is like, oh, this shit. is like a this is like a week before this upcoming sign. You don't want Disney on your ass. But what's crazy <laughs> is that like, no, you don't. But what's crazy is that National Sign Day is like basically like the day for you to kind of showcase your creativity. Everything is out the window of like like UVA branding. This is a way uh, the time for you to step outside the box. And like, if you look around, if you follow like content from other teams, everyone's kind of doing something different or kind of playing off what's popular right now. Like, it's good to play off pop culture. And like, Avengers is Avengers, you know. Like, Marvel is is that. And like, everyone watches it. So like, like I think South Carolina they did like the um. They did some Marvel stuff or whatever. But, like, UVA, they just didn't want to get us in trouble with Disney or anything. So we had to shut that down because we had to commit, like, a week before signing day. And they said, I post the the, 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 I post the, uh, the graphic out. And they're like, yo, don't put no more of this stuff out. And we can't do it anymore. i like, all right, well. But, so then the film stuff came up last minute. Like, we're in the midst of still, like, shooting stuff for the, the Avengers stuff. Um, we had to kind of change that and kind of play off what we had. And we came together as a team like a couple of days before the last official visit. The one that, you know, I couldn't make it for the, the pod before. 
Um, and we came up with the idea to do like a film type um, piece. And we wanted to incorporate Coach, like starting off by like, you know, Coach Elliott, who used to be a Clemson, now is here, the new head coach, um, basically showing him develop film, but playing off that as like developing the future here. Oh, that was the, that was the idea. I like it. <clears throat> I like so like it. we had a we had a uh, like a, a teaser type hype video for of just Coach E the day before National Sign Day, and we changed we made like a dark room, with, but we used orange light instead of red. Right. Um, play off our colors, and he basically went through the whole process of actually developing film, and then at the end, he kind of holds the, the the film strip up, and like, like he's about to hang it up to clip it, and we kind of go out, and it's like okay, now we're ready, like. And then it goes into the next day. We played, took a piece from that as like the the trailer, not trailer, the the intro of what each person that committed uh, would have. And shout out to Joel, he was a graphic designer. You know, did a great job with uh, coming together with a, a dope look that was UV style, but also like his own style. He's super super talented. And Taylor Taylor White, you know, she she's a beast at doing what she does as well, creating content. So we had we put all that stuff together, and you know, I think we did a really good job. I like this piece better than the last one. Wow, better than the uh, Avengers. Yeah, man, it was more organic. Yeah, man. I, I and I'm, I'm not going to share it on air, on on the show, but I have an amazing. I think it's an amazing. It's, there are some variables and some challenges associated with it, but I mean, amazing idea. If if it can get done, it's an it's it's elite. Like it, you, so I'm, I'm gonna share it with you. I don't share it with nobody else though. Um, that I wanted. Yeah, that that would be really cool for like the next signing day. Uh, for mm-hmm. for sure, or or another project possibly, or it could be incorporated. Yeah. So, I think that's dope. I think that was dope how that whole thing came out for sure. Uh, do you have anything as far as what you want to do, like in season, that you can share, or is it like nah, <laughs> you got to keep everything kind of in the tuck, or anything maybe you want to work on personally to to improve, like. Um, so, I mean, always want to improve numbers wise. So with being, having like a full team kind of going into the next year, I'm trying to double what we did this, this past year. That's the, that's the goal. Um, to put us in like a back in the top 50 range of, of guys in Selly, uh, going up. So that's the goal for, for us. Things I want to do more is tell more stories on the players. Um, just the time that I got in I miss all of that summer and then I got in, it was the season, like you had to go. So like, and it's kind of hard to kind of schedule times out with the, with the guys because of their classes and everything. But like this summer and everything kind of having sit down interviews and, and basically building this stuff out in the summer that we can roll out throughout the year. Uh, to have a um, good, just like, yeah, a good grace period of just content. Mm-hmm. So you're not always rushing. Yeah. yeah. And that probably is going to make it a lot easier to, when you do want to do a one-off, you're like, well, you know what? We probably could throw this in this in there a little bit. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that's what it was. That's what it was this year. Everything was just kind of reaction. This, this whole season was like, cause we, again, we didn't have time to like, just based off the timing of me getting in. And then also just the people that we had to kind of like do anything like that. So being able to have time now and kind of building this stuff out, during the spring, during the summer, will help us out so much during the season. Just being able to like, okay, 
we can schedule this out for this date and then we can start working on something else like a one-off just for just for this upcoming whatever you know this upcoming game Got you. what is how has building your relationships with the players been i mean it's easy honestly it's just about honestly, just be yourself that's the same thing same thing with the nba guys just be yourself like don't try to be especially with pro players like don't be no fan like no one no one likes that just <laughs> just be treat them like normal people which they are um, with the players, you know, treat them like normal p- people, you know, because people all the time are going to them, like, oh, my gosh, you're Brennan Armstrong, like, oh, you know, like, no, nah, just treat them like, you know, that's the only. Is there anybody that you, you, you're you pretty close with? Uh, I would say I'm close with, with B.A., um, okay. Brennan Armstrong, the quarterback. Um, a couple guys that, that end up leaving, um, they actually transferred out. Um, I was cool with, and a couple other guys, you know, um, might not be that known right now, but give us some time. They're going to be definitely uh, key players in, in the future at UVA. Well, it's such a crazy thing in, in my eyes. I'm in the business world, and so is G in, in a sense. But, like, for you, like, your, like, quote-unquote sense of currency is views and eyeballs, where, like, that's what your mm-hmm. product is necessarily bringing back to you. Or like the product yeah. I'm selling directly correlates to money in my bank account. And that's yeah. just like a crazy thing to me that like, granted, in, in a sense, it does translate back to money in your pocket based off of the content you create. But it really is all about like, hey, like administration at UVA, like this is how many eyeballs my Instagram post is getting, like the video content's getting. Like mm-hmm. if you give me more money to do shit, like we can only get more eyeballs on the thing. So it's just like, that's yeah, an easy concept to me. Yeah, it's wild. Cause like, I, I keep all those marks, like with rankings and stuff that comes out and like where we place and everything compared to the past years. Um, and uh, again, yo, to add to like, just not having a team, we didn't have a budget this year. This is a new department. So it was really like, just kind of just going with what we had and just doing. And like, I'm proud of how we had the season um, and the numbers we did. I think we had the most, the highest numbers ever with uh, UVA social media football. Um, and we didn't play all of our seasons. Like the, the year that they had, the best year that they had was 2019. They had the Orange Bowl and their they numbers beat, were. They beat Valtech that year. Yep. So like all these things happen. Like, Relax over there, y'all. <laughs> Relax. We didn't have to bring that up, Kevin. Go ahead. All these things happen. They went to the ACC uh, championship. They played in the Orange Bowl. I mean, they lost those, but still just, those are more games and those are like games where more people are seeing. Um, we outdid those numbers this year. Um, so with less game, with two less games and like each, each game you do a crazy amount of numbers just because, you know, fans are watching. Um, that's, that's something knowing that we can do so much with so little now, like, okay, we need to get more gear. You need to get more support and stuff and everything just so we can, take it to the level that we want to take it to. And I think we can this upcoming season. Um, what? All right. I mean, and this can be off the off the air question, but it's simple. How easy, and I know COVID is variable. If I were to ever pull up and you're like, yo, gee, I just need an extra shooter. And I was just like, yo, I'm coming to the game to come kick it with you for the weekend. I'm just shooting for you here. Here's the SD card. Like you take whatever y'all need, you know, type of situation is that is that a thing is it too is is too much approval needed how does that work now 
Hey man, if you want to pull up to a game, you there. Like for real. Like, I got you. Not not to say like I'm the man or anything like that, but like I I have enough pull to be like, okay, yo. Well, I'm coming to work guy, too. I, you know, I'm not coming. I need to, I need this. Yeah. I need this guy here. Like I had got Marquis for the uh, Notre Dame game. Notre Dame, yeah. And he came down and uh, he shot that. Um, so, okay. Like we got it. We got some. We got the spring game coming up. We got um, that's in April, April twenty third. But I mean, I'll show you the schedule. Yeah, yeah. We'll know. talk. We'll talk. I just wanted to run it by you, like you mm-hmm. know. Oh yeah, nah. If you you, you know if you want to get out there, like you definitely can get you out right. there. Awesome. Um, shooting wise. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, I'm good. I don't have any more questions. I mean, I just appreciate your time. Oh, and, and I know it's been a minute and I know you are busy, bro. I know, you know, I know how the men in college athletics are specifically football, which is if you're at a football school or a basketball school, like those are the money makers. So I understand the mm-hmm. demand of people who do what you do. And as we're going into this megaverse world, you know, what you do is becoming more vital, uh, not from just like that standpoint, but from like business, business standpoint, man, reach reaches mm-hmm. is really everything uh, nowadays. As it's always been, it's just there's different fo- forms and, and um, platforms now, essentially, where reaches is, 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 is made. So. Just man, I'm I'm proud of you, dog. Like you, you have no idea. Appreciate I'll, it, man. Appreciate if, it. if I don't talk to you in a like for months, like I'm still rooting for you. I still think about about people all the time, bro. Um, so like, yeah, man. I just I'm just happy. I'm smiling, yo. Y'all can't even see me, but I, I really am. I just want er- everybody to win, man. Like at the end of the day, so it's been Definitely. it's been just awesome to see see your growth with with you know with this and. I'm excited for the year, except when you play Virginia Tech. You know, I'm not excited. I don't want you to win. I don't want you to win then, but (laughs) you can get some good shots and some good video, but you can't win the game. (laughs) Uh, But, but yeah, man, Um, Kev, is there anything you have or Osh, you got any, any questions or you want to give any shout outs or. I just want to shout out to y'all, man. Shout out to y'all. Appreciate that. Thanks, Juice. Y'all the fam always forever but um you met my idol chris long right is he as cool as he seems to be yo chris long is super dope like he is really like cool man like he's a he's a a great guy like and then like so typically like sometimes you might meet somebody and then like over time you just kind of you might forget that you not that you that you met him or anything especially someone like him of that level um so we did the the hype video with him at the start of the season. We went and shot that, went to his office and everything. Oh, you went we to the Greenlight Podcast Studio? Damn. Yeah. Set up, yo, the setup is crazy. Studio J. <laughs> yo, it's fresh. It's super fresh. He has like the uh but like we shot his piece for the for the uh hype video. He has like this big like balcony on like the uh side of his his uh studio and everything and it's like overlooking like UE like well, Charlottesville. So we had that had Charlottesville in the background, and you know he did the piece and everything. Uh, we talked about the Eagles and whatnot. Um, I like bro, you a legend in Philly, dog, like forever, like you know that, right? Because I, I went to the parade. I left work. I said, "Yo, same, bro. I ain't, I ain't staying at work. I gotta go there." 
like I told him, I don't know what day it is, but I'm gonna be at the parade. And we were talking about the parade and everything, how much like it was just a, a great experience and everything. Um, but he's he's dope, man. Everyone there is cool too, man. He's just like, and then, <clears throat> but back to what him being just a good person, like when Coach E got hired, I'm shooting something, um, and he just came up and like tapped, like, hey, what's up? Oh, it's like, and said, dap me up and everything, like, like you know, like we like super bros or something like yeah. that. But he like he, he remembered me, like that's something. And that's that's all like people like care about, man. It's just like being this small. It's not about like crazy shout outs. Just like you know, just saying hello and like knowing someone of that level, like like it's respect. Yeah, man. I, that's big. Oh, so I'm happy you said that for for like kids who are younger that listen to this, man. That's so big. Just remember somebody's name and, and greeting them, like you know, with respect is just so big. It goes so far as you get older, man. That's like one of my biggest things. If if you forget my name. One, I kind of look internally mm-hmm. like, man, maybe I didn't leave a good impression, or I, or even worse, I didn't leave an impression, you know. And I'm just like, wow. Uh, so that's all. That's awesome to hear that for sure, man. Yeah, Chris Long's a good guy, man. That's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, anybody got anything else? I'm good, bro. I'm hungry. Good. I'm hungry too. I'm hungry too. <laughs> hey, well, everybody, please subscribe. Um, on whatever streaming service you listen to, we're on everything: Google and and, and Spotify, uh, Apple, Apple Podcasts. Just give us a listen. Some people listen on Anchor. Um, just subscribe, share the pod, leave a review. Um, I'm going to have OC's handle for Twitter, Instagram, all the Golden Goals uh, stuff available at the bottom of the this show description so please go support them reach out to them um if you want to get work done obviously he's a busy man so if you know you need something you gotta <laughs> you know you gotta catch him when you catch him but um <laughs> yeah man uh I, we don't usually do this kev but we are gonna have marquee on the next episode so the other side of golden goals we'll talk about his story and you know kind of how 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 he's made it to where he's made it and just like again bro i'm just rooting for both of y'all and it's so cool to see y'all impact on the world and, and be able to see it on a global level uh which is, is awesome so and shout out to sacred heart man like we like shout out to shoot yeah because because it's so cool that you guys have such an impact and we like all you know what i mean like shout out to kev like kev doing his thing i'll do my like everybody we just from shoe trying to make it make it out here you know so. Mm-hmm. Hey, shout out to YouTube, man. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube you, baby. Yo, for real, for real. Hey, well, uh, appreciate your time, man. Kev, appreciate y'all. I'm out of here. Peace and blessings. Until next time. Yo, Juice, tell Mama Kids my said hello, please. Hey, tell the fam I said what it do, man. For, for real. real. All right, y'all. All right. Peace and blessings. Peace.